I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Running a social network giant is, in Mark Zuckerberg's words, like "quote unquote" being punched in the gut every morning. And Elon Musk has responded to that fact by punching back on Twitter, from firing top executives and staff to charging eight dollars for the blue tick. Musk has been ringing in the changes within the organization, or to quote Zuck again, moving fast and breaking things quite literally. And as we know now, he's calling some people he let go of back to office. Talk about being a chaos agent. While the blue tick may have hogged all the limelight, Twitter is also working on a paid direct messaging initiative targeted at high-profile users. People will be able to send private DMs to their favorite celebs by purchasing the service. Musk is also planning to charge viewing videos as another premium option as part of its attempts to share revenue with the content producers. According to venture capitalist Turner Novak, though, the acquisition appears to be a poor one for Musk. After all, running a social media company is much tougher than sending rockets or building cars. And Musk is now learning that, unfortunately for the site's users, on the job. First, it is currently in a financial soup, not entirely of its own making. The $44 billion purchase is nine times its 2021 revenue, and it'll be tougher to make a profit due to the interest on the debt used to finance the takeover. Second, Musk's plans on content moderation and free speech is also facing backlash from advertisers and different activist groups, and from himself. Ask anyone changing their names on Twitter to Elon Musk, or simply ask comedian Kathy Griffin. They'll likely be suspended for alleged impersonation. Free speech, much? Besides, Musk has also stated that he intends to transform Twitter into X, or the quote-unquote the everything app, or the quote-unquote super app, much like WeChat in China. Even in a best-case scenario, if Twitter used new products to quadruple its user base to approximately a billion daily active users, and five percent of those users chose to use its paid service, it would mean four point eight billion dollar in yearly revenue, which sounds intriguing. But history tells us that despite many attempts to charge users for access to social networks, no business has ever succeeded on this scale. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Shorbari, and I'm taking over for the week. And here is the deep dive for November eighth, twenty twenty-two. The tech industry as a whole is facing headwinds thanks to the economic downturn. Many, and by that I mean many employees, are being laid off. The numbers are grim. According to layoffs.fii, 22 tech companies, including Twitter, Lyft, and others, have let go of 8,000 workers. And according to Bloomberg, 90% of the employees in India were directly affected as a result of the Twitter layoffs. With only a small number of Indians, about a dozen or so to be precise, still being employed, and Musk isn't the only person using mass layoffs as a strategy. The Wall Street Journal reports that Meta too is expected to fire thousands of employees as early as tomorrow. Reportedly, this would be the company's first notable headcount reduction action. However, it's believed that Meta has been subtly reducing its workforce for quite some time in an effort to reduce costs by ten percent. According to Reuters, 
Lyft had announced last week that it would fire 683 employees or 13% of its workforce as part of its latest cost-cutting measure to resolve the economy's downturn. Companies from technology-related sectors are laying off employees and scaling back operations in order to maintain profits as consumer spending is negatively impacted by decades-high inflation and business costs rise. Another sector that is majorly hit is edtech. The latest victim is Brainly. A Mint report indicates that 30 or so of Brainly's employees in India were among the workforce who were let go globally. The report also reveals that a Google Meet call led to the termination of almost the entire India team. Reportedly, women made up more than half of those impacted. And ironically, those women had joined Brainly just as the company increased diversity hiring. What really impacted the edtech sector is returning to normalcy. In this case, normalcy means the return of physical education. The solution to this problem is cutting back on losses and hence, many edtech companies have restructured their strategies. For instance, business-to-business unicorn Uran has reportedly fired up to 350 employees since June and that was as recently as last week. And just last month, Baiju's revealed that in order to reach profitability by March 2023, it would have to fire about 2,500 workers or 5% of its workforce over the following six months. It's interesting to note that Baiju's made this announcement shortly after appointing Lionel Messi as its first international brand ambassador. So, of course, this announcement was not received well by the netizens. A comment, in fact, on Vineet Singh's LinkedIn post, who is the head of brand and creative strategy at Baiju's, read, quote, Please fire 1,000 more employees and hire Ronaldo too. End quote. In addition to layoffs, Baiju's has also been in the news for its alleged unethical practices of aggressively pitching courses to parents and students. Besides that, the company has also come under fire for audit problems, a high volume of customer complaints, and devaluation rumors. However, a recent survey by global strategy firms LEK Consulting and DC Advisory claims that as COVID-led demand for digital learning has declined, edtech companies must reassess their business models. The survey report only included 521 parents, but it demonstrates the lack of suitable channels for resolving questions and the poor quality of the instructors were the main two causes for parents' dissatisfaction. But at least in the Indian edtech sector, things are not all bad. Take into account Upgrad, an upskilling platform, which recently raised money while K-12 or kindergarten to grade 12 platforms were down. It also announced that soon it'll be launching a global tech school with specialized courses in machine learning, AI, IoT, blockchain, and cybersecurity, all of which are in-demand skills at present. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written, researched, and produced by Manaswini, edited by Venkat Anand, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.